tonight we're talking about prayer. And I'm going to start out very basic. I'm going to share a word on prayer. Um, I'm going to be doing two series concurrently on Wednesday nights. On the first Wednesday, we're calling it our Wednesday Hour of Power. Tonight, the first Wednesday of the month, of every month, we're going to come together, do what we just did, worship, and um, we're going to get into the Word, share a little message on prayer, and then we're going to intercede. How many of you can be honest tonight and say, I've wanted to pray more? All right? How many of you have, have, have struggled to pray more? I, I have. Okay? Uh, how many of you are looking forward to hopefully a spirit of prayer coming upon you more? Now, now let me ask this question. How many of you know America is in dire need of praying churches? Right? Oh, yeah. Dire need. So tonight, uh, I'm just letting you know that I'm going to be doing the Letters That Burn starting next Wednesday. First and second Peter, one, two, and three John, and the red hot book of Jude. Letters that burn. On, on our power night, I'm going to take you through the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to teach you some things about the Lord's Prayer. We're going to begin there tonight. So let's pray. Father, we just pray you'll be with Marisol. Touch her, heal her body, deliver her from this, and bring her back to total wholeness, completeness, Good health, 100%. We pray for Johnny's mother, a member of our church, that you will touch her, heal her. We pray for every member of our church struggling either with this flu, this respiratory thing, or COVID. We pray for the healing of God. The healing of God. Send your word and heal them, Lord. Send your word and heal them. Now, Lord, as we come to this meeting tonight, we're asking you, can you lift your hands to the Lord and say, Lord, tonight, teach me to pray. Let the spirit of prayer come upon me. Help me to pray harder, stronger, more effectively, long term than I ever have before. And thank you, Lord, that prayer changes things. In Jesus' name. Now can we just thank the Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Well, turn to your neighbor and say, he heard that prayer. You can be seated. Okay, and the, the uh, silver alert is at 6 o'clock. There, how easy was that? If you have a Bible with you, I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 6. And... I want to just, uh, that's where the Lord's Prayer is found. And I wanted to share some nuggets about prayer tonight before we pray. You know, one thing that always gets me going is the Word of God. The Word of God is, sets me on fire. And without His Word, I grow cool. Anybody agree with me on that one? I got to stay close every day. Now, in chapter 6, we're in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Nobody has ever taught a message like Sermon on the Mount. It's the greatest message of all time. The greatest sermon of all time. Nobody taught like Jesus. Nobody. And in chapter 6, he mentions pray 
five times in one chapter. Interestingly, he uses the phrase, when you pray, three times. He says, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. He said, when you pray, go into your room and shut the door. Don't do it for people to see you. Make a show of it. And he promises your father who sees you in secret will openly reward you. In other words, you'll get blessed in a way people see it. And then he said, when you pray, don't use vain repetition. Just memorized prayers that don't mean anything to you. You're just doing it by rote. He said, don't do that. But, but I want you to notice, he always saw his people praying when you pray. Not if you pray, but when you pray. When you pray, when you pray, when you pray. I don't believe you can be born again and not pray. Born again, you're born again. Praying is like oxygen to your soul. Now, you may not pray as much as you like, but how many of you can say, even throughout the day in my heart, I'm praying? I'm just praying. You know, I fellowship with the Holy Spirit in my heart, and I pray. And, um, you know, maybe I'll do a message on, there's prayer in the Bible that, that had no words. Hannah, just just moaning before God in, in prayer. And Eli thought she was drunk, but she wasn't drunk. She was just broken before God, but she wasn't using words. Yet, God heard her prayer. So, they finally, after all this talk about prayer in chapter 6, the disciples said, well, Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus said, all right, in this manner, or after this way, in this way, pray. Now, let me quickly give you six Ps, all right? Six Ps. The Lord's Prayer, and let's say it together, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'm going to talk about that one tonight. But that's praise. So we see that prayer begins with praise. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Amen? Amen. So that's how you come into God's presence. So the Lord's Prayer begins with praise. But then in verse 10 of chapter 6, say it with me, your kingdom come, your will be done. That's the second P, and that's purpose. Why are we here? Why has God left you and me here on this planet at this time in earth's history? Why? Because our purpose is to see the will of God done through our lives and the kingdom of God advance in the world. So when you pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth just like it is in heaven, that's your and my purpose. That's purpose. Everybody say purpose. Then verse 11, say it with me, give us this day our daily bread. That's the third P, provision. Provision. I want you to notice Jesus taught daily dependence on God. Daily. Give us today. He didn't say give us this year or give us when we need it. He said give us today our daily bread. Now I take daily bread to mean two things. Literal provision for our material needs, which the rest of chapter 6 is all about. Don't worry about this and that and the other regarding material things. But it's also give us this day our spiritual bread. 
I pray this almost virtually every morning. Every once in a while, the Spirit will lead me another direction, but I always default to the Lord's Prayer because it covers every need you've got. There's nothing the Lord's Prayer does not cover in your life and mine. Praise, purpose, provision. So I pray, Lord, today, take care of me and mine, take care of the church, take care of the congregation. Thank you that you're our provider. Then he said, verse 12, and forgive us, let's say it together, forgive us our debts, our sin debts. Uh, When? As we forgive, say it with me, as we forgive our debtors, those that have a sin debt against us. That's the fourth P, that's pardon. Pardon. So we got praise, purpose, provision, pardon. I'm not going to tarry long on it, but I would just tell you it's so important. When you ask for forgiveness, you say, Lord, if I'm holding anything against anybody, show me. Any grudge, any issue, uh, any bitterness, any unforgiveness. Because if I am, it's going to block my prayer. So the way I get free of, and it helps me to forgive others, Jesus said, Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. But in another place, it says, as my Father in heaven has forgiven you. And the idea is, your sin, my sin, is trillions of dollars of sin debt against God. Nobody can do to us what our sin did to God. Because our sin, all of ours, put his son on the cross. So I say, Lord, I can forgive others thousands of dollars of sin debt, millions of dollars of sin debt, because no way they can do to me what I did to you. And I'm asking you to forgive me. And if I'm asking you to forgive me trillions, I can forgive them millions. You with me? That's so important. So everybody say pardon. pardon. Then, what did he say? Verse 13. Let's say it together. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So he's talking about a personality here, the devil. That's the final or the fifth P, protection. Protection. So we got praise, purpose, uh, provision, pardon, protection. See how it covers everything? The Lord's Prayer covers everything. It is ingenious. But of course it came from the God who made geniuses. All right? So, protection. Lord, today, I pray this every day. Lord, today, protect me from Satan's traps, snares, lies, deceptions, pitfalls, temptations. Protect me. Protect me. And then finally, guess what? It ends with praise, the sixth P. Let's say it together. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. What a beautiful model prayer. It hits everything. So if you ever get kind of tongue-tied or you find yourself spacing out when you're trying to pray, default to this and just take it section by section. And once you start, The Spirit of God, you will discover 
starts moving on you. And whereas you didn't feel like praying, suddenly you do feel like praying. Amen? Now let me deal with the first one, then we're going to pray real quickly. Let's say it together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Whoops. So I'm starting out with praise. That's how I start pray, uh, prayer. I'm starting out with praise. Hallowed be your name. What does that mean? I don't know about you, but his name is sacred to me. It's, it's holy to me. It's, it's um, well, I can't think of any other adjectives right now. It's, it's all that and much, much more to me. His name is very, very uh, valuable to me. I'm careful to use his name. Hallowed be your name. What can we learn about the name? The primary name for God is Yahweh. And that just means God. And all the other descriptions that he chose to reveal to man about his name, most of them begin with Yahweh, Jehovah. Okay? So how can we thank God for his name? Well, here's how. It's Jehovah Jireh. He sees and provides. He's the Lord who sees and provides. It's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord who heals. Can you praise God for a God who heals? A God who provides? Jehovah Shalom. He's my peace. He's my peace in the middle of the storms of life. Jehovah Rohi. I love this one. That means he's my shepherd. Can you praise that name? Can you say, hallowed be your name? I'm so thankful for your name. All right? This will get you in the spirit. All right? So he's my shepherd. He's going to guide me and lead me. Uh, Another one, Elohim. He's creator. All right? When the psalmist says, um, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. If you look in the Hebrew, it's Elohim. The fool has said in his heart, there's no creator. What does that say about everybody that goes with evolution? Okay. Uh, One more, El Shaddai, Almighty God. So together, can we say it again? Let's make it personal. My Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Now, can we just lift our hands and just thank him for that mighty name tonight? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you that you're our uh, provider. You see what we need and you provide. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you're our healer. You send your word and you heal. Thank you that you're Jehovah Shalom, our peace, Lord. We hallow your name. It's, It's holy to us. It's sacred to us. It is exceedingly important to us. Thank you, Lord, that you're the creator of everything. Elohim. Thank you, Lord, that you are God, Yahweh. Thank you, Lord, that you're El Shaddai, Almighty God, and there is none like you. Thank you, Lord, for your power and for your grace and your blessing. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We hallow your name. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in your courts with praise. 
Lord, we come thanking you for everything your name means to us. We thank you, Lord. We bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all that is within me, we bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We hallow your name, Lord. We hallow your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Now, I want us to stand together, can we? And we're going to pray. First of all, I want us to pray for our church. Can we do that? I want us to pray for our church. And, uh, you know, our church needs prayer like every other church needs prayer. Uh, but we want, listen, my, my faith is this. That we reach way more people this year than we've ever reached ever before. And, and that we have a stronger church family than we've ever had before. That, that spiritual life flows through this place. That revival flows through this place. That the Holy Ghost flows through this place. That we have services where we are so touched by God, we weep and cry and cry out and, and, and are delivered, standing there on the spot. I want to see the Holy Ghost, but listen, I was born uh, in God in a move of God. I was born again in the Jesus movement. It was a move of God. And I want to see another one. What about you? <clears throat> so let's lift our hands and say, Lord Jesus... Father, we just come to you and we pray for our church. We pray for Turning Point. Lord, we're reaching people for Jesus. Many, many people have been saved. And Lord, the word goes out through this church all year long, every day, to the entire United States of America and other parts of the world. And so now, Lord, we come to you and we ask for a move of the Holy Spirit of the living God not by might, not by power, not by the will of men, not by the power of flesh. But Lord, we're looking to you to move by the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Spirit of God. That Lord, we would have an experience with him, that the Spirit of God would move up and down the aisles, would draw new families, new singles, new children, new youth. Lord, people from every direction, from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west, Lord, draw them. Draw people who right now in their homes need God and don't know it, need Jesus and don't know it. Help us to find them, to reach them. May the Spirit of God stir them from their sinful sleep to the reality of their soul and their need for you. Father, we're asking you to saturate this geographical area with the presence of the Lord. Lord, saturate this area with a moving of the Holy Spirit. Come on, church. Saturate this area with a moving of the Holy Spirit. Lord, shake people. Move on people. Convict people of sin and bring them to Christ in the name of Jesus. Woo them, Holy Spirit of God. Woo them, Holy Spirit of God. Touch them, Holy Spirit, like you touched us, Lord. Do it to them. Do it for them. Do it for the glory of Jesus. 
for the glory of God. Lord, let us see the mighty move of your Spirit in ways that send us home speechless because of what God did. What God did. Yes, Lord, we pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that you would hear our cry. Lord, we're so aware we can't make church happen. We can't make, we can't uh, resurrect anything by programs, by church know-how, uh, by the, the strength of our flesh or our talents that God has given us. No, Lord, we're very aware that we stand on holy ground and we stand in great need, in dire need of God the Holy Spirit moving. God the Holy Spirit moving. We can't do it without you, Lord. Who is sufficient for these things? We're not. Who is sufficient for these things? I'm not. Who is sufficient for these things? Our elders aren't. No, Lord. It needs to be the Spirit of the living God moving in our midst. Lord, for the sake of, of Jesus dying on the cross for the souls of men and women, let many, many, many more be added to the bride of Christ this year. This year. This year, we're asking you, Lord, to forgive us for our lethargy, forgive us for our apathy, forgive us for our lukewarmness, forgive us, Lord, forgive us, Lord, for not stirring up the gift that is in us, forgive us for letting COVID take us out of church and not return because we got lazy. We got comfortable. No, Lord, forgive us for taking the things of God too lightly. Starting with me, Lord, forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for the flesh. Forgive us, Lord, for, for compromise with flesh. Forgive us, Lord, for making provision for the flesh. Forgive us, Lord, for any grudges, any unforgiveness, any bitterness. Lord, forgive us for anything that has grieved the flow of the Holy Ghost. Show it to us, Lord. Search our hearts. Examine our ways. And help us, Lord, to get right with you. Forgive us, O oh God, for not shining like we should have. Forgive us, Lord for putting other things in front of you. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing ourselves to drift. Bring us back to the central core of our purpose, of our purpose, the kingdom of God coming and the will of God being done. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, come on, church, I sense God here right now. This is real. Let's let, let the Holy Spirit deal with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Wash us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness and all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Can you say with me, church, revive me, Lord. Revive me, Lord. 
Revive my spirit. Revive my soul. Revive my fire. Revive my vision. Revive my hope. Revive my zeal. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Search us and know us, Lord, and see if there be any wicked way in us. And lead us in the way everlasting. Oh, God, let this church make a difference in the days to come. Let Turning Point and every gospel-preaching church in this area, in this city, in this metroplex, in this nation, everybody who has not departed from the Word of God and compromised with the world and sold out their testimony, but have stayed true to the Word and true to Christ, let us see the power of God this year in spite of persecution, in spite of resistance, in spite of criticism. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, everybody. Stir up the Spirit of God. I want you to begin to thank the Lord. Just begin to thank the Lord. Cry out to the Lord. Right where you are, just begin to pray. Cry out to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise your mighty name. Praise your mighty name. Praise your mighty name, Lord. Praise your mighty name. Praise your mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 I feel we need to target praying for prodigals. Let's pray for prodigals. How many of you can say, I know there's somebody in my family or I know somebody that's prodigal. They are away from God right now. They used to walk, but they're not anymore. Look at all these people. I want us to pray. Let's pray for the prodigals. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give to you the sons, the daughters, the children, the in-laws, the friends, that used to walk with us in the house of God, and now they're prodigal. They're out there. They've left the Father's house, and they've wandered. Lord, we pray for the prodigals, that you will convict them, bring to their memory the times that they walked with you, and talked with you, and received from you, and loved you. Bring them back, Lord. Speak to that prodigal son. Speak to that prodigal daughter in the pig's pen. Lord, bring them back to themselves and to their faith and bring them back home. In the name of Jesus, bring them back. Bring them back. Do what no man can do, what no woman can do, what no flesh can do. You can only do it, but bring them back home into the Father's arms. In the mighty name of the Lamb of God. In the mighty name of the Lamb of God. 
Now, I want to do this. Most of us are with somebody here. If you're not, you can join yourself to somebody. But I want to take just five minutes. How many of you really need God to do something in your life? And there's a re- How many of you have been praying for something and it hasn't arrived yet? Amen? Uh, I want us just to turn to the person we came with. If you didn't come with anybody, turn to somebody else. And I want you to take just, let's just say three minutes. Let's take three minutes and just let somebody agree with you with your need, what you need, uh, what you are asking God to do. And then we're going to uh, begin to pray again as, as a group as we come towards the close. So just turn to somebody and we're going to turn up some worship music. And I want you to just to agree with somebody. The Bible says, if two or more of you agree as touching anything, it shall be done by the Father in heaven. So turn to somebody. If you don't have somebody, go up to somebody and say, I'm here by myself, but I want to pray with you. Go ahead and do it. Thank you, Lord. Can I be honest with you? I feel that this Wednesday night hour of power could explode. I do. I feel that it could explode. One of my heroes in the faith, and I'll close with this, you know is Charles Spurgeon. Just preachers, preachers, preacher. But here's the deal. He was in the 1800s, no sound system. Okay, 19th century, no sound system. He built a 5,000 seat uh, megachurch when there weren't any. And it was built acoustically to carry a voice with no sound system. He had a voice like a bell, okay? <laughs> yeah, mine's more like a trombone. <laughs> but anyway, um, but thank you, Angie. And here's the deal. Um, he built a pulpit that you had to walk up these spiral stairs to get to the top. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Be right with you, church, and I start going up spiral stairs. But he had, because it positioned him in the center of this incredible auditorium, you know, and all the way up, he would say this to himself, I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the Holy, because he's about to address 5,000 people with no sound system. And life and death are hanging in the balance. Okay. Now he said, but I have a secret. I said, well, what's your secret? He said, below the church, in a floor below the church, is our prayer oven. Said, what's a prayer oven? He said, we've got people down there praying through the whole service that people are saved. Okay? And he called it the prayer oven. He said, that's why you see so many getting saved. The people you can't see praying. All right? So um, there's something about us getting together like this to pray. It sets the stage. It greases the skids for a move of God. And so I want to encourage you. 
Be there next time when I open up 1 Peter, and we're going to learn the Word of God. But remember the hour of power. Remember the Wednesday night hour of power. First Wednesday, because we want it to be first and foremost. And, and uh, we're going to do this, Lord willing, till Jesus comes. Okay? But I, I believe it's going to blow up. I believe it's going to explode. Now, we're going to end here because we started where the Bible starts. If my people, who are called by my name, if they will humble themselves, and they will pray, and they will seek my face, and they will turn from their wicked ways, then, everybody say then, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and forgive and heal their land. Heal their land. So the healing of a nation doesn't begin with Republicans or Democrats. Lord, no. They can't do anything right. Help me, Jesus. No, no. The healing of the nation begins here. Okay? So I'm going to ask Pastor Ray, our excellente children's pastor, to come up. And, uh, and close us out in prayer. And you know, the kids, our children... We don't put them back there to babysit them. They learn the word of God. They learn how to worship. They worship. Listen, those walls shake with those kids. So, Pastor Ray, you're doing a great job. We we, we love you. you. Amen. So, is this on? on? Testing. It is on. It is on. I'm going to talk to the kids. Can I do that? Okay, but you have to act like one. Okay. Hey, boys and girls. This is your church service. Okay? I'm looking right at this young man right here because he said if I call, if I call on him, he would come up and pray. Where is he? He's right there. Well, get him up here. Would you come and pray? Come on, buddy. Yeah, come on. Come pray. <laughs> I'll give you a second, a second, okay? So right now, I want you to bow your heads, close your eyes. We do this with the kids every time we get together. Take 30 seconds. Don't ask for a thing. Just tell God how much you love him. Nothing else. Nothing else. Just that you love God. We walk away from this place. Loving God. The world changes. Our world changes. You ready to pray? You're not? Would you pray with me? There's a lot of people here, isn't there? Let's just pray. (laughs) Our loving Heavenly Father, I'm so, so thankful. You are the God, the great creator of heaven and earth. You are the master of our universe and every universe that flows out. We thank you for all that you do. And you see me. As worth something. I see you as everything. I thank you. For drawing us here. And for helping each one of us to grow closer. Not just to each other but to you. Together. As we leave this place. We ask that your love. Flow with us. And through us. 
We ask that every encounter that we come across in the days that lie ahead, we would shine brightly for you, no matter what the situation. Father, we pray that we would be the answer to the needs by giving the answer, which is you. We ask your blessing upon every family and every family member that's represented here, whether they be at home sick or whether they be at home not even thinking about you. But we ask that the truth, the truth would rise up inside them and the lies that have been bought and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and believed would be gone and that your truth would change us. We give you thanks in the precious name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Amen.